Derek and Steve present You heard it here second Welcome to You Heard It Here Second. I am Derek. And I am Steve. And we are back for episode number 168. Steve, how's it going? Derek, it's going so well, dude. That's great. Um, glad That's you're great. back in to just ask me how it's going. There's yeah, no other you know, questions simplify. anymore. Simplify. <laughs> it's going well. It's been three weeks-ish. Um, yep. Things are going well. Very busy. Yep. Um, it is nice and warm down here in Florida. How's the weather there, up there in Boston? It is cold, but it's not, uh, it hasn't like plunged to those like frigid depths yet. Um, I heard it's going to plunge I, this weekend. That's what I heard as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we're going to have very, very cold temperatures this weekend. Um, so far, no huge snowstorms yet either. So, um, really just it's, but you, but you, you know this already. This is how it goes. Like when yep. you, like you, when you're excited for winter here and you want the snow, like at Christmas to have like a nice snowy Christmas, you don't get that. You get like rain and then. Right. When you're ready for this for winter to be over, you get just buckets of snow and, yeah, and, until like about mid March. Border, borderline springtime, <laughs> yeah. snowstorms. Yes, right. And I so know then very you just well. your best way to get through it is to like go warm weather skiing like somewhere, like you know, in, in March to to be able to to outlast it. So what a life. Um. So, but yeah, we'll see if we can try to survive the uh, the frigid temps here. Uh, episode 168, we got uh, some stuff to talk about here. We Last time we talked, we um, were in a much different place. Both of our teams in sports, I think, were uh, in football anyway, were, were hopeful. So Yeah, felt, felt um, optimistic. Yeah. Now so, we're somewhere else. <laughs> so uh, any opening shout outs or, or updates you want to do before we kick it off? Mm, no. All right. Me neither. What about so, you? Without, oh, hey, good. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. So uh, like, let's do it. We'll go into sports. All right, so sports, the Super Bowl matchup is set after championship weekend uh, happened without any neutral site matchups, which was uh, a possibility. The last time that we were on here, there was we had talked about, you know, in the wake of the whole DeMar Hamlin incident. um, Luckily, DeMar is okay and every he has recovered fully, it looks like, and he's kind of on the road back, uh, which is great news. But at the time when we were talking, it was a little bit of sort of a tough conversation because you don't really want to focus on matchups and logistics and everything with the scenario that we had there with Tamar. But one of the things that had popped up was the potential of a neutral site AFC championship game between the Chiefs and Bills. That did not happen. Bills lose to the Bengals in the divisional round, setting up the Chiefs and Bengals for the title in the AFC. And the Chiefs win that one and the Eagles win in the NFC. What are your thoughts on the championship weekend or the playoffs in general and the Super Bowl matchup? I will say the the playoffs in general have been pretty good up until last weekend. Um, the 49ers and Eagles game and the Bengals mm. and Chiefs game are two of the weirder football games I've watched in a long time. Yeah. Um, 49ers-Eagles didn't look like it had any competition at all, mainly because... Christian McCaffrey, their running back, almost had to step in and play quarterback. Basically did have to step, yeah. (laughs) Basically, because four quarterbacks in the span of a season got so injured they could not continue, which is wild. I don't think I've ever seen that happen. And a team gets such a good team. It's such a good team, and a team still gets so far. You know, you lose your starting quarterback 
and most team seasons are over. They yeah. lost their starter, their backup, the backup's backup, and the backup's backup's backup. Like that, and and yeah. we we had a chance to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. So I, yeah. I don't know uh, yeah. what really to think. I I, I want to be impressed. They got they got demolished, but it, the Eagles look good, and the 49ers just. Like, I don't think you can do anything with yeah a fourth string quarterback. Yeah, I mean, there is nothing you can do. And, you know, when Josh Johnson, the fourth string QB, goes out with a concussion, I mean, Brock Purdy goes back in. And right. it, after the game, it, it, tur- it turns out that he has a, a, a torn, uh, I forget, ulnar collateral or something, like in his elbow. He's out for six months. Like, yeah. He went back out there. It was the only choice they had. He went yeah. back out and just handed the ball off and like threw <laughs> right. one screen pass, I think. He's like throwing left. Which probably, <laughs> given the fact that he's now out six months with an elbow injury, probably was not a good idea that he even threw the screen pass. Like, uh, like it's crazy. I've never watched anything like that where I'm like, do you forfeit? Do you just like, yeah, it is at the highest, highest possible level. Imagine like that happens in the Super Bowl. And I mean, yeah, right. I mean, did, like, did you uh, you saw the one the one downfield pass attempt by Christian McCaffrey, right? That went, that was to absolutely no one and like yeah. fluttered through the air. Like, I don't know if you saw that, but, um, you know, you I, I saw people online on Twitter, like these talking heads clamoring that, you know, the 49ers basically like gave up like it was pathetic they didn't even try something else like what do you want them to try like <laughs> right. like you don't just like this is one of those things that i feel like these talking heads it's like i know they're probably just trolling but it's like like do you think that teams just like magically snap their fingers and have an offense like right. you, you need to practice offense in football like you can't just have your quarterback go out and be like, oh, like we'll just run some trick plays the whole game with Christian McCaffrey at quarterback. Right. Like it doesn't work that way. You can't just do that. And you don't just like, know, uh, like you don't just imagine trying to call a play action pass with Christian McCaffrey. Like there's no <laughs> freaking way. Like he know. could yeah. a know which side to fake the handoff. You know the it just yes, all the have, blocking protection schemes. Like it's not possible. Like no. like so so well, yeah. In the end, it's a very interesting story, but they get stomped as they probably yeah. should. Um, so it's a weird game anyway. And then Chiefs Bengals is a bungle to say the least. Yeah. The Chiefs getting weird calls, a great comeback slash easy field goal for the win. It was just a weird, weird game. Yeah. Um, I I didn't like what I saw from Joe Burrow. I didn't like what I, I, the whole week leading up the whole city of Cincinnati was like, yeah. The mayor was make giving press conferences, and I get it. Yeah, you got like, Apple, you know, yeah. You got a yeah, exactly. All the internet stuff. So I'm kind of happy it's all in the past. To be honest, yeah. It was a very weird week of, of football. Yeah, I, um, I. Do you have any yeah. thoughts on that game? Because the Super Bowl well, is what I want to talk about. Yeah, I mean, the only other thing on the Chiefs Bengals game. I mean, I was I was rooting for the Bengals because I don't, I don't really like seeing the Chiefs like continue to win. Me too. But at the same time, to your point though, like a part of you peels back for like the Bengals have been this likable team because they're you know the Joe Burrow's cool and like the Bengals never win and all this they're young but then like fun. but but then it's like the way that they acted in the week leading up to this game is like guys you haven't even been there like you lost last year in the Super Bowl like you you right. haven't earned the right to say anything yet like it was it was a little annoying I agree yeah and and so you know I still wanted them to win and then you have all this controversy with the officiating in this game where people are you know talking about how the you know NFL officials need to have they need to implement you know a sky judge type thing like for better you know like like when there's calls that you can see are wrong in the moment and there's nothing you can do about it um then you mix in you know the the player on the Bengals who 
shoves Mahomes at the end of the game. And, and it's, you know, it's the right call. Like as much as I want to say, like, no, totally. you can't call that. You have to call it. And it's a stupid play by that guy. And it costs them the season. But it's just it's not the way you want to see a, a conference championship game end, you know, and then right. like a, to have a chip shot field goal when it you know should have been a, like a dramatic like 62 yard attempt or something that. OK, fine. If they're going to win on that, then great. But so, I mean, I don't know. I, I agree. I, it, those two games for totally different vibes and reasons were one of the worst probably championship weekends we can remember, I think. Yeah. So. And oh. I do want to make a quick note that the NFL is rigged thing going around. Like it is a popular <laughs> yeah. thing to say. And I don't know if yeah. I'm also being trolled because it's popular <laughs> on the internet to say yeah. the NFL is rigged and not just, Oh, players are, or uh, referees are, are, are taking pet, you know, like trying to influence yeah. the game or th- like, that's a strong allegation, but they're saying legit rigged. Like legit, yeah. the NFL knows who's going it's to the just, Super Bowl. It's written already, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, like um, like a player, a player will reference like you couldn't write a better script in, in the post game. Right. Like Trevor Lawrence, remember that Trevor Lawrence right. said that in their right. wild card win. I think he said you couldn't write a better script, and the internet runs with it, and they're like, "See, it's scripted." And I know like, that's a joke, <laughs> but it's a dumb one, and I'm kind of yeah. over this like NFL's rig joke because like in reality, it would be impossible to rig that <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. Right. I mean, right. I hope so, but yeah. It's just a dumb joke, and I want to move on from it. So I'm yeah. out on the NFL's rigged story. Yes, I agree. I am as well. <laughs> um, so Super Bowl, what, what do you think? Super, Super Bowl. Bowl for such a high-profile matchup, mm-hmm. I'm not excited about it. I'm not excited about it. Yeah, I don't love the Chiefs. I don't love the Eagles. I don't love the Chiefs fans. I don't love Eagles fans. <laughs> I like Jalen Hurts. I don't love Jalen Hurts. I like Patrick Mahomes. I'm kind of over Patrick Mahomes. I'm just like not enthused by either of these teams. There's no like cool, fun storylines mm-hmm. that I'm like really trying to follow. I honestly, you? I honestly don't think that you are alone in that. And I think, um, so there's no like Brady retirement tour or like, right. Yeah. I, I think, um, I'm going to, I'm going to stop short of like, so, I don't want my my Patriots fan friends to mistake what I'm saying here because I'm not making a comparison yet. But the current Chiefs are like a little bit like the Patriots, like like in the, uh, they have not reached that level yet of like they haven't they've only won one Super Bowl. But the Chiefs have now been to the AFC Championship five years in a row, and yeah. they I've made the Super Bowl for three now I think right or no three out of the last like five or something they've made it. Yeah, um, they are kind of like the old Patriots, right? So on one hand you have that team that, okay, there's intrigue there because people might root against them or people might, you know, and then you have a quarterback who's like climbing the ranks historically as a, as a younger quarterback. And so there's that storyline. The problem is you don't have the team on the other side that everyone wants to root for. Like, like the, right. nobody neutral fans don't want to root for Philly. You know, right. like people At don't all. like Philly fans right now. What you mentioned about Jalen hurts. i really like Jalen hurts, probably short of love Jalen hurts, but I, I like him a lot. Uh, but he's the only play. He's like tr- the only player on Philly that I like, right? So and like, and, and I mean, it's not like I dislike the other players, but it's just in general, yeah. You don't really root for Philly, right? So I I think that you're not alone. I think that a lot of people are probably in a spot where it's like I don't know who to root for, which makes me not that enthused, right? Like, there's no there's no outcome I really want to see. There's no team I want to root against or for. Like, it's just I don't know. It, it's kind of like I, I won't be like looking forward to it all week. I think, you know, same, you know what my biggest storyline is. And it's sad because it's kind of boring is the Kelsey brothers playing against each other. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Jason and Travis Kelsey on opposite teams, one yeah. uh, 
I think he's either brothers, center, yeah. tight end and center, yeah. or tight end and offensive yep. lineman. First brothers to play against each other. Um, weirdly, the Harbaugh brothers have coached against each other. Yeah, right, right, But right. no brothers have played against each other. Right. Um, so, uh, in the Super Bowl. So, right. that's so, and it's such a boring, stupid storyline. Like, I, exactly, I care less right. about both those players. And I mean, yeah, yeah. And you've got a you've got a small Andy Reid storyline, I guess. Like again, Andy Reid was a longtime coach of the Eagles, but, but he's so I mean, boring. Like yeah. Andy Reid is and so and boring. And there was no drama to him leaving. And like no. he's been on the Chiefs for like, I think he's been the Chiefs coach for like 14 years now. It's like it's not like yeah. it's not like a it's not it's like a, a recent thing at all. You know, the Eagles have been to the Super Bowl and won it since Andy Reid, and Andy Reid has also been to the Super Bowl and won it. So it's not like you know, there's not really a lot of drama there. So I don't know. I mean, I tend to agree. It's it's not. I mean, it's a from a football standpoint. Are, are these probably the these are probably the two best teams? Like they're the best team in the AFC yeah. and the best team in the NFC. I would say that's, like that's a good point. Um, and so so they're the two best teams. You got a good color matchup. You got a Great good color, color uniform matchup. matchup. Wow, good you know, sell like there. A contrast. Um, good sell. And you got and you got two two really good two really good under thirty year old quarterbacks that are probably the you know f- becoming faces of the league. If Mahomes already is, but so you've got the paper matchup there, and I I guess the point. Is like I can't really explain why, but I agree with you. Like I'm not like it's not like it doesn't really like, fire me up all that much. So, yeah. so yeah. But anyway, it should be a good it should be a good game and a good matchup. So, so who's your so pick? We'll Let's do a quick pick. I am gonna I, I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. Um, I, I think I'm gonna take the Chiefs to win. I, I I we just talked all about it. I don't even know who I want to win. Like I yeah. I actually think I might want the Eagles to win. Um, but I think the Chiefs are gonna win. So I'm going to go with Chiefs. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say Chiefs win because that's the most boring outcome. Uh, yeah, right. There's no other. Uh, right. There's no the Eagles yeah. winning is at least like semi underdog. They haven't won in a few years, not like yeah, last year. Right. You know. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. And J- I mean, and Jalen Hurts would be you know first time winner and like yeah. you know, so like like the I think that the one thing about the Jalen Hurts storyline is that it was like not even two years ago that he was Carson Wentz's backup. You know, like, right, so, right. so like, like there is that story of like Jalen Hurts was not like a, like a first round, like, uh, heir apparent quarterback. Like he was drafted in the, I think second, second or third round, round. Yeah. second, second round. round. And he was not to be like the franchise quarterback. Like he had to earn the spot to be the quarterback, you know? So I think in that sense, there's like a little bit more intrigue if, if he wins a Super Bowl, but you're right. The most boring outcome is the chiefs win the Super Bowl and you know, Mahomes wins his second and it's like just as a progression of them being really good and that's it, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I but I, I think that sounds like what we both think is going to happen. Um, and neither of us have too strong of a rooting interest. So, but you know what you we are excited for Derek? Yes, I do. Why don't the you pro tell bowl, the people? Baby. <laughs> <laughs> the, pro the pro bowl, baby, the pro bowl, the NFL. So here, this is news. The pro bowl switched its format. Finally. Yep. The Pro Bowl yeah. was a waste of a weekend of a waste of potential, too, because yeah. getting all that talent and all that personalities in one spot and, and I, why they didn't why for so long, I don't know. But it was just so such potential to watch mm. them basically play touch football. Yeah. Now they get to play touch football. Now there is a flag football game instead of a real tackle Pro Bowl football game, which is how right. it should be. They've, all, they've also introduced a few more games. Um, Gridiron Gauntlet, which is a full field relay race. Move the Chains, which looks like an offensive defensive lineman strength and speed competition. 
mm-hmm. and then a best catch, um, which I'm excited for. So what do you think of the new format? Are you excited for it? Are you happy for the change? Or, or where do you see the Pro Bowl going from here? Um, I think the changes are great. Um, now like the caveat is that I don't know if I'll ever be like truly like fired up for the pro bowl, but, uh, I, but I, I'm not guy. fired up. Yeah, but I'm not, but I don't get fired up for any of the leagues, like all-star events really. Not like, even like, so well, which one most of all, um, which one has the best is a good question. That's a good question. Um, Hmm. You know, I've all, I'm a little biased. I've always felt the NHL skills, like you're going to say like, NHL. like, well, I've, I've always felt that the skill part of it was the best. And they've also now gone to like fully three on three games. So like, right. I think that that's interesting too. Um, I don't know. That's a tough question. Like, I, I think that at one point in time it was the NBA. Like, like if there was, if there was a point in time in my life when I was most excited about all-star events, it was for sure the NBA when I was younger, yes. but like being able to see the slam dunk contest, the three point contest, NBA but to me, those have the- lost some of their, yeah. NBA has the highest um, in any moment rating. You know, it's yes. like they had their peak the, was yeah. They had the highest peak, correct? Yes. I don't know if they're still right. the best. I think it, for me, yeah. it still is. Yeah, but this is a big move for the NFL because the NFL has right. had historically had the worst. Yes, but yeah, for sure. Like yeah. nobody, yeah, the, the Pro Bowl was the worst for a long time. So, and uh, it still is until it proves otherwise. You want to hear my um, my Pro Bowl idea for any for any league? Yes, I think yes. I think I might have heard it before, but say it. Yeah, have them play a different sport. Yeah, have the NFL players play basketball against each other, or have the the basketball players play like softball. You know, like have them play a different sport against each other competitively, and just see how these like oh LeBron James would be great tight end. You know, all that talk. Like watch Mike Trout. Like I'm line up and catch a football. It'd be sick. Totally, I agree, And, and. some of the best, I mean, not best, but equally equally entertaining at some of these all-star weekend type things sometimes is the celebrity game. Because yeah. you see you see these people who don't play this sport, like playing the sport, right? And sometimes the celebrity game is boring because the celebrities aren't like all that <laughs> exciting or people that you really care to see play, right? But if they're whenever there's like like really well known, like I think that it's kind of interesting. And so it would be kind of like that vibe. If you have all these, like the best players in the NBA all playing a game of flag football, like that would be fun. Like, you know, like yeah. that would be awesome to see how that goes. Right. Um, so yeah, I, I, I like that idea for sure. But I don't know if um, coaches and ownership would be happy with NFL yeah. players playing basketball at beginning yeah, of the off season, at least, but yeah, right. At least it know. is the off season. Like, I think yeah. that probably would never fly in the NBA, like no. to have a, a football game in the middle of the season. You <laughs> know? But, um, but anyway, so I, you know, I like the sound of all those things. I think it's, um, a needed change. Um, you mentioned it's not in Hawaii. Do you know where it is? I, I haven't looked at where it is. Uh, it's um, been in Orlando the past few years. Gotcha. Okay. Um, yeah, okay. Hawaii was very unnecessary. So like, it was like at um, 10 AM or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I definitely, I, I like all the ideas there and, uh, hopefully it, it starts to garner a little bit of interest, you know? And, um, yeah. Oh, I, you these, know where it is are, this year? Where is it? Um, Allegiant stadium in Vegas. Oh, okay. Okay. Which, gotcha. Which, cha- which tracks that's a fun yeah, that, pro bowl. Yeah, just location. put it, just put it there every year, <laughs> you know, like who cares? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's, those are all great ideas and, uh, yeah, we'll have to, I'll, I'll, I'll tune in and try to see if, uh, see if any of these, new ideas are winners. So yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, well, last few topics in sports, just quick hitters, because you, while you were sleeping, um, the Australian Open happened, and there are two winners, uh, Sabalenka for the women and Djokovic for the men. Sabalenka's young. She's 24. Uh, I believe it's her first win. She's a, a fun up-and-comer. Played against, um, I'm going to forget her name now, but another young Russian. Um, very, very good state for women's tennis. The opposite mm-hmm. is true for men's tennis. Novak Djokovic, one of the most hated players in the league, um, has won his 22nd major. He won the Australian Open. Wow. And has tied Nadal for most majors. It is likely that Djokovic wins more, if not a lot more majors, and Nadal probably wins less than two, if if one. Right. Um, so we have we have surpassed Federer and Nadal who are like the, the classy heyday of tennis mm-hmm. um, by this anti-vaxxer, anti-women um, know-it-all in Djokovic. And he, he cannot still cannot be stopped by the uh, young talent, which is talent is, a, is not really the word I would use to describe them. So <laughs> right. um Tennis is in a, men's tennis in a bad state and in American tennis stinks too. So yeah, um, mm. we are women's tennis fans. There you w- go. Yeah, there you go. So, um, I, also I'm, I'm on board quick hitter for the Rays. Um, cause everyone cares the Rays <laughs> baseball stadium in St. Petersburg, Florida, which is 30 minutes from Tampa where I live. Actually, I love St. Pete, but it's not the place for this stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, the lease is up in 2027. So everyone thinks, the owner's going to sell the team. They're going to move to Nashville. That's the that's the play. Or mm. Montreal. Um, there's been back and forth negotiations over um, a new state. Because you have to have a new stadium. You have to have a location yeah, and a right. stadium. And we're closing in on the deadline to do that. It takes more than one year to build a baseball stadium. Mm-hmm. So something, every year, every few years, there's a proposal and a selection. And there's this big hoorah. That happened again for St. Pete. So it's St. Pete versus Tampa. The mayor of St. Pete selected a proposal, billions of dollars. The Rays are like, oh, we love it. Like, thank you. We're going to commit to the opportunity to explore, blah, 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 blah. Um, so there is hope for the Rays to stay in Florida, Derek. All right. Whether St. Pete is the location, we don't know. We kind of want it to be in Tampa. That's that's my mm-hmm. opinion. But we're at least moving towards the Rays staying in Florida. And just to clarify, the current Tropicana is... In St. Petersburg? Tropicana Field is in St. Petersburg, Florida, right, okay. which is 30 minutes from Tampa. Tampa right. has so, yeah. Tampa has all the fans. Like, Tampa's... So, they're, I don't know the stat, but within a 30-minute drive from St. Petersburg, there's like X million people. Within mm-hmm. a 30-minute drive of Tampa, there's 10 times X million people. Right, So, right. it is... St. Petersburg is just not the spot to get the most people within right. a 30-minute right. drive. Um, right. logistically, it's, it's the little peninsula. You have to cross the bridge mm-hmm. or come all the way around. It's just a bad location. Yeah. So. Right. Hopefully we want the pr- and, a new proposal for Tampa, not St. Pete. Right. We'll and I mean, that probably, can. that probably contribute. I mean, you know, people, you know, remark about it frequently about how the trap is never filled up. Yep. Um, compare it to, you know, Raymond James stadium or Amelie arena. Right. I mean, those, right. those arenas fill up like, like Sold you know, out there, every there's, night. Yeah. there's people there that want to go to sports games. Right. <laughs> and, and the rays aren't like a, a laughing stock, you know, the rays compete right. like they're, you know, we've talked before, they're a lower market or smaller market team, but they still compete. And so like, you know, you'd think that 
they'd be on the same level of, as the other teams as far as attendance goes if they were to be in Tampa. So Yeah, I think you but, put them in Tampa and they obviously become a not bottom market in terms right. of attendance. At least I a think, larger market team. I think yeah. I think they could sell out a small stadium almost every day. Yeah, right, right. So there you go. Hoping for the good news there and staying in Florida. Um, certainly don't want to go to Nashville or Montreal. Those are not uh, terrible places. Too, too long you, of a commute for got, you to. You just came back from Montreal. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. That's my final drive. <laughs> like, go ahead. What are you going to say? I was just saying, I'm, I don't know if I could become a baseball. I, I don't know what I would have, what I would do. I'm yeah. a diehard Rays fan and I don't yeah. know if I would pick a new team or if I would follow the, the Nashville buckets or whatever they decide <laughs> to be, the Nashville Swinger, what, yeah, what, what that, would they be? A Nashville like musician, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what tough, I would do. That's a tough scenario. I, I, I honestly can't say I know what I would do either. Like, there's, there's only, people, uh, there's very few people who have experienced that kind of like yeah. void. You know, like Seattle when the Supersonics, you know, Montreal yep. when the yeah. Expos left. Yep, yep. It's you know, e- even even if they keep the branding, it's sometimes a tough choice. Like, I don't know how many St. Louis Rams fans like root for the LA Rams. Like, I don't know. Like, like right. it's not even, they're still the Rams, but like, it's not even close to them anymore. So it's like, yeah, it's, I've never had to deal with that, but I don't know how I would uh, like, hopefully that doesn't happen for you. Let's, let's leave it at that. So maybe the Red Sox will move to Tampa, Tampa. Right. We, we could root for we'll the Tam- Tampa <laughs> Bay Red Sox and then we'll see how you there feel. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great point. Um, so there you go. Hoping that the uh, Rays uh, keep it in Florida and just move down the road to Tampa. So uh, anything else in sports before we no, move it sir. on? All righty. Uh, brings us to our next section, which is driven by the fans. So All righty. So sliding into our DMs, we have two questions submitted today. Um, the first one is from Kevin, so we'll do that first. The second one is from Mark, and we're going to actually spin that into a, a, a new little new segment. segment new segment so, alert. We, we don't have a sound effect for it this time, but uh, a new segment that you know we could try again and uh, encourage people to submit uh, categories for that section. So if we we'll do get to the new second, yeah. If if we yeah, do the ahead. new segment and it sounds good and people like it, we will add some background music and add a yes. create a sound a little, effect and do it all right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But you have to tell us if you like it and you have to give us another category for it. If so you we'll don't tell us, we can't yeah. do it. If you don't tell <laughs> exactly. us. Yeah. Exactly. We have, we have no other way to do it. So, yeah. um, all right. So first question comes from Kevin and the question is, or I guess the asking for a recommendation, favorite new person to follow on Instagram, YouTube, or TikTok. So favorite, so recommended, so- New person to follow. You, I will say this: you are the influencer of the two of us. So That's I think true. Yeah. your opinion on this should should weigh should be weighed heavier than mine. So I say you go first, and I will try to think of something. <laughs> okay. Okay. Reasonable. Well, so 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 I, yeah. So I have one. I have I have a one that I didn't even have to think about because like I have been watching this guy's videos recently, and and it's uh, the one I'm going to recommend. But before that. Um, I feel like we also should give the obligatory shout out to the question asker, yes, which indeed. is Kevin, who uh, Kevin himself is snack eating snacks on That's TikTok. That's what it and is. He has I was like going to ask. He has like a food um, review TikTok where he kind of goes to all these places and 
uh, gets the, the, the local food at the, at the restaurants there and tries it out. And he's got a lot of followers and his videos are all kind of, um, reviewing these cool, unique foods. And even sometimes like I've seen a few where he'll go into like a candy store that has like all these candies that like you'd never think existed. And yeah, so definitely he's like the shout out cause he's the question asker. Yes. Um, and I will say this, Kevin for sure. Yeah. I will say this. I have taken inspiration from snacks eating snacks. He, yeah. as a person and people, I'm assuming you have too, as a person who rates things often with Steve <laughs> Nicholas avocados or Derek dragon yep, fruits, yep. like I respect someone who will put their opinion out there and, mm-hmm. and put their name on it, you know, yeah. often. And he does that and he's very good at it. So snacks eating snacks is great. And I wanted to do something similar with, coffee or or like breweries you know just like go go around town and like rate coffees and rate coffee shops and stuff like that yeah but i don't have the time to edit stuff it takes so long to make a video yeah yeah i would be interested i would be interested maybe maybe a future guest so we haven't had a guest in a while i would be interested to hear from snack eating snacks about the time commitment to that like yeah like because you're right like like that's not it is very cool thing to do but like He's all he's all over the place at all these restaurants and like, you know, like not not always sit down restaurants, but like even just like a, a, a food truck or something, you know, and I don't know if that's like if he's like actually going there to do that or if he just does this while he goes places. You know what I mean? Yeah. As like, and just, I'm here, so I might as well do it. You know, and they're well edited. So, so like, yeah, he yeah. clearly spends some time. So props to him. That's that is how it's supposed to be done if you have the time. So good job. Exactly. And so this was not an advertisement, but Kevin is a is a smart uh, advertiser. So we just, he just got two minutes from us. Derek, <laughs> based wait. on the question. <laughs> Maybe we bring back sponsors. Maybe we oh, bring back that's sponsors. A good, that's a good point. He that's could be our point. first sponsor. That's a great point. That's a great. He point. gets free stuff too. I've, Kevin, I've seen yeah. it. You get like you're like one of those people who gets stuff delivered. And you open it up and like, oh look, it's like mustard. It's really cool. <laughs> but like that's awesome, and I want that. Why don't yeah, we get that? That's true. Uh, Someone that's send me free stuff, <laughs> and I will open we'll, it and review it. We will do it right here. We'll, we'll right do, here. We'll do it on live. the podcast. <laughs> um, so so I agree. L- l- let's get that going. Um, so anyway, to to proceed with Kevin's question. Sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, no, that, that that was the shout out in the beginning. My uh, my person I'm going to drop is this guy on TikTok whose username is No Problem Gambler. I'm not sure why that's his username, but NPG, No Problem Gambler. And this won't be something that I see you pulling out your phone. You won't. You'll need yes. to listen to his videos as well. Uh, okay. But this guy's stick, and I I consider him the most impressive person on TikTok at this point. What? His whole shtick is people send him like people ask him to identify the sporting event that's playing in the background of television or television shows or movies. Oh, I've like, seen well, this. Like, like, so when there, there's a, there's a random baseball game or a random hockey game or football, whatever in yeah. the background of a scene of like a TV they, show. Yeah. Of a TV show, movie, whatever. So like the most recent video on his page was, you know, someone commented like, I bet you can't figure out what Montreal Canadians game is playing in the background of this episode of lost, like lost, like yeah. 12, 15 years ago, whenever, yeah. you know, however long that was. Right. And, like, you know, his most recent video starts. He's like, you're right. I cannot identify that because this is not a Montreal Canadiens game. And then he dives in and like there's literally one second of the clip and the game ends up being an AHL game from 1982 between like the Montreal, you know, uh, their AHL team and like the the Rochester Americans or something. It's like and it's insane. Like, like he'll walk through every single detail of the clip and like he'll 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 back it up like he'll be like. They'll be like, look at the crease. Like this crease was only used between 1986 and 1991. And then these are the, you know, it's, it's crazy. Like it's bananas. So that's my recommendation is like, you could go in a hole watching 
all of those videos. And I, I feel they're all pretty justifiable. Like they're like, it seems like he actually gets to the bottom of like 95% of them. So there's my recommendation. No that's, problem. Gambler is his name. So, that's a legit one. Mine is yeah. not going to be as good. I don't have Instagram. <laughs> I don't follow on YouTube and I'm bad at TikTok. So this is bad for me. Yeah. But you know what I'm I am a Snapchat good at? Guy. <laughs> you know what I am good at, Derek? Snapchat. <laughs> Um, so I'm going to recommend a Snapchat follow, which is, and they're probably oh, nice. on, they're probably on YouTube, probably on TikTok, yeah. and Instagram. Um, and this is going to sound lame, and I promise I'm not lame. I promise, <laughs> Derek, you know me. Yeah, I'm not yeah, lame. Totally not lame at all. Um, but there's these guys called How Ridiculous. I'm sure you've heard of them. I th- I, yeah, they're I think so. and the the worst part about what I'm going to say is the worst part is they're they're dude perfect adjacent. They like mm, okay. There are yeah. three dudes who do fun stuff, but. They started the way they got started was they like bought a an old tower from a um like an old water park and they just started dropping stuff from way up high <laughs> like we'll drop like a, a ball like a ball of ice onto a washing machine and just watch it happen and then we'll do we'll get the world's biggest trampoline and drop a car onto it they just from way up high yeah um. So it's really stupid, lowbrow stuff, but they're Australian. They're really funny. Um, the videos are really cool. Like it's, they, they do fun, cool stuff, mm-hmm. but it is just nonsense. You know, it's just pure, like we're going to throw a thing off of, off a of high and they go to like the Hoover <laughs> dam or whatever. And they, they throw like a bowling ball and try to hit pins. Um, so it's really stupid, but, um, I like them. If you haven't watched them, give them a try. It's nice. Um, how, how do you, how do you find them? How just the how ridiculous is like the the handle or that's their know. name yeah how ridiculous right, I nice. think yeah. Um, yeah they've got funny right, catchphrases nice. and stuff I haven't watched them in a while but yeah there you go yeah that that's good, all I've got rec. truly is hey, this hey, is, uh, is a Snapchat a, follow hey it's <laughs> it's okay I, you know honestly you're probably correct first of all they're probably on some other platform if totally. they're not I will be so impressed if they are true just like. Snapchat loyalists, I will be very impressed. <laughs> I would like but, you uh, to watch a few and tell me if I'm like way if I'm just totally wasted potential in terms of what I should be following because I don't follow I will, anything. I will, I'm not. Like I will a take follow. a look. Honestly, truly, I, I am not like on them on social media as much either anymore. That that was I happened to see one of those guys' videos recently, but I couldn't give you many more than that at this point right now. So I'm kind of with you a little bit there, but I will take a look and. See if you're uh, if you need to up your game or not. So. Please. <laughs> um, so thank you to Kevin for that question, uh, and hopefully those recommendations are, are good for everyone and good for you as well. Um, so that brings us to Mark's question. Which uh, Steve, you want to read the original question, and then we can talk about how we're going to handle the question. Yes. So I'm I'm actually kind of excited about this because I don't know how it's going to go. Um, the original question was uh, from Mark R. Mark, Mark, Mark Reidner, my good friend, said. Yeah. Can you name your top five cartoon characters? And I thought, okay, that's good. But we've been trying to get this kind of game in here for a while. Yeah. So right. what we're going to do is draft five characters each, five cartoon mm-hmm. characters each. So once one is picked, they cannot be picked again. They're out. Yeah. They're out. Um. So we we've, we've set up some parameters just to, to make this as narrow as possible, cartoon characters cannot be movie characters. They're not, and, like, no mm-hmm. Pixar, no Disney, um, and must be a TV animated or cartoon character. Yes, right. So, you know... Uh, and no, no um, like, superhero... No, like, 
Batman was originally a cartoon. Like none of that. Yeah. No, no so movie we've cro- characters. We've, we've yeah. crossed out Marvel slash superhero. Well, yeah, I think superheroes in general are crossed out. Although there might be, I might not be thinking of a borderline superhero that's like a TV cartoon. I don't know. But the point is, like, none of the like Marvel superheroes. Um, no old Disney. So like, you know, uh, Simba, for example, or, yeah, you know, right. uh, you know, some beauty and the beast, whatever. So those types of cartoons, uh, omitted from this conversation, really television cartoon characters, animated television characters. Yeah. And if we have any gray areas, we'll, we'll debate them. <laughs> um, All right, I'm going to keep track. I got to so, keep track here. Okay. Yeah. You want, who you want to jot down the, yeah. well, the question so, is uh, who goes first? How to go first. Yeah, right. exactly. Um, so I don't know a good way to go for I don't know a good way to figure that out. So. Want to rock paper scissors on the on the pod? Here? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. All right, two out of three on. or just one? Just one. Ready? All right. Rock, rock. paper scissors scissors shoot. I got scissors. Oh, All right, do I it got one more time. Too. Yeah. Rock, rock paper scissors shoot. shoot. I got scissors. All right, All right you got paper. paper. So, All, right. All right, so you're first. So I get wow, to go first. first overall pick in the I almost didn't 2023 even want first. cartoon uh, draft. <laughs> I think I know oh, who you're gonna pick. To be honest, if you don't pick them, really, I think. Oh geez, that that adds more pressure. I don't know. Um, oh man, okay. First overall pick. Um, I didn't. I, I kind of. I don't know if I wanted first overall pick, but I'm going to take it anyway. Um, I'm going to. I think I'm going to. Right, I'm just going to go with what I think is the obvious one. <laughs> I'm going to go with Bugs Bunny. Wow. Okay. Bugs Bunny. Not who I thought you were going yeah. with, but Bugs Bunny was on my list. Bugs Bunny okay, is a okay. good At overall that- pick. At least I didn't miss. I didn't want. I didn't want the first pick to be wasted on someone who wasn't on your list. That would have been not, a disastrous pick. Not a bust. That is not a bust. Okay. Um. So this is harder now, um. Because now <laughs> I see what you're going for. You're going for like timeless. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe, maybe um, not. Um. <sighs> also, we right. should we should pause real quick just to mention because you asked this question earlier. There is no like guideline. This isn't like no. the t- our teams of draftees aren't competing in like a game. Or like, uh, th- there is no rule. It's just, it's just, you just we, draft, we draft five and, and whoever you, you decide yeah. who wins, who had a you better decide time. who wins. Yes, exactly. Okay. I'm going to say Derek, this is tough. Second mm-hmm. overall pick SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh, okay. Ty- that that's also classic. And I, I was, he was on my list. So, okay. um, <laughs> that's so, my so first overall pick is SpongeBob SquarePants. Yeah. That's wild. That's, that's I, uh, Hey, I mean, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Right. So, okay. Uh, now, now it gets tricky. Um, okay, I let's see. All right, I'm number two pick. I am going to go number with, three pick. Second of yours. No, sorry, no, it's number three pick. Second, second pick for me. Second player on my team. I'm gonna go with Michelangelo from the Ninja Turtles. Wow. Yeah. Totally now, out of left field. Out of left field, but like. Yeah, that was out of left field a little bit. But you I know don't what? know if that's a second, third <laughs> you know overall what? pick. You know what? It probably probably wasn't, but I had to secure a Ninja Turtle. So uh, did you? You know? <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. I felt you like I had did. to. Okay. I had to. I don't know who else has to, but that's that's good for me. That's that's hey, Ninja that's Turtles a, are elite. That's a reach, elite. but I, that's okay. Um, my so the fourth overall pick, my second round pick. I gotta go. The man himself, a classic. Homer J. Simpson. Homer Simpson. Okay. All right. That's, that's, that is a timeless pick. Yeah. That's a timeless pick. Um, I will actually admit that I, for whatever reason, I actually don't think I was going to pick him. So, like, I feel like I'm not devastated by that pick. I think that, Did you that forget makes me. Him? No, no, but, I didn't forget him. I just, I just, I don't know. I was what? never a big Simpsons fan. I, like, I, I, like, 
I respect the Simpsons, like, you know, but I was never like a big, f- I didn't really watch the Simpsons all that much. Saying about so you. That, that contributes. I know. I, well, I, well the, is it? Maybe. This is about <laughs> best draft, best you know? overall draft. Um, wow. Okay. I've got a squad. You got you do have a squad. I think I, I have a, either a surprise. So people this, are going to think this, you're 60 years old. With Bugs Bunny. And this Michael next Angela. pick, <laughs> this next pick is either, either you're going to be exasperated because you wanted to pick this character Or you're going to be like, this was not even close to being on your radar. But my third player on my team is going to be Archer. Oh, my gosh. Archer is my third Your team is so bad. (laughs) Archer's good, but it's not a... You don't draft Archer third of overall on your team. Hey, Archer's my my small forward. Oh, my God. That's (laughs) terrible. Well, I thought this was going to be harder for me to beat you. Um, Okay. So th- this is when it gets hard because now we're in like weird cartoons. But mm-hmm. I'm gonna say, I, I got to get a flash player. You know, I gotta, mm-hmm. I gotta reach out to the- get the youth vote. You know, I gotta get some, yep. some high profile, hot right now, maybe not classic players. So I'm gonna say, Rick from Rick and Morty. Oh, Rick, Rick and Morty. Yep, he was on my list. That's a good pick. So I think I'm. Good pick. It's just Rick, right? I can only pick Rick, but I'm gonna. Yeah, I think you can only pick Rick. Yeah. But if you pick Morty, like I, you're lame. After me. No, I, I, I'm not. I can't. Yeah, it's kind of like if you picked another Ninja Turtle. I was gonna be like, okay, but like, <laughs> yeah. you know, if we like, if we each just picked Ninja Turtles until they were all gone and then moved on. <laughs> all five of my picks were the, were the, were the Ninja Turtles. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that actually would have been hilarious. Um, okay, pick number four, uh, for me. Um. All right, here we go. I number four for me. I am gonna go with Tommy Pickles. Oh, Tommy's Rugrats. on my list. I yeah. do, Derek. I will say, I Tommy Tommy Pickles <laughs> was on my list. All right, all right. We're back. We're back on the radar with the uh, with at least picking the right. The right Tommy categories. Pickles. I will say, Tommy Pickles would have been drafted by me. Maybe okay. next. To okay. Be honest. Oh, okay. All right. All right. That's a good pick from Rugrats Classic. Okay, so that's a big one. <sighs> I hate my next. Eh. Mm. Well, this is tough. Because <laughs> I don't. All right. I think I know what I'm going to do. What do you got? Got to go, gotta go back to the classics. Ooh, all right. Cartman. South Ooh, Park. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, South Park's, South Park's a good pick. I mean, yeah. He, you know, you, you've. You you're pretty high on the humor here. Like you, you got a, you got a really funny team. I'll say that's that. what cartoons like, are about, dude. Yeah. Well, cartoons, sometimes what sometimes what if they're, what if they're playing a game of basketball? None of them are better <laughs> well, than bugs, right? <laughs> or no, this is for just <laughs> yeah. Tommy Pickles isn't funny. He's cool. All right. <laughs> uh, all right. Now I have a. This is a tough choice for my last pick. I got. Hmm. Okay. All right. I think I ha- I gotta go. I gotta I gotta split the classic and the and the modern, and I'm just gonna go right down the middle of classic and modern. I think with this okay. one, my fifth and final pick is gonna be Stewie Griffin. Oh, Stewie's on my list Family too. Guy. Yes, that is Stewie my is final on pick. my list too. That is a good pick. And and weirdly, I had Stewie, not Peter. I didn't have Peter either. I, I don't dislike Peter, but I feel like he didn't rise to the level of like getting drafted. You know, <laughs> I agree. I, I had Stewie on my list and not yeah. Peter. Oh, geez. Okay, so there's a few here I could go with. Mm-hmm. 
So I got to, so I just, I got to go with my gut. It's tough. There's some yeah, really good, good ones out there. Yep. And I, I feel like I'm unfortunately in the same vein as, as a lot, but I got to go Bender from Futurama. Bender. I was never Bender. really a Futurama fan. I know. And it, it just, Futurama I was, and I know yeah. that's probably not going to get everybody hey, going. Well, but fifth round pick, you know, so I, pick, I think you, you, know? you, you can, you could use the fifth round pick on, on the sleeper, deep, you know, that's, a deep that's, cut. that's fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, honorable All mentions. Do right. you have any honorable mentions? Uh, you can. We'll alternate on honorable mentions if you want. So okay. you can fire one off first. Doug, Doug Funny. Doug Funny is a good one. Doug, Doug Funny is a good one. Um, my the the one that was I was considering picking, uh, which I'm I'm glad I picked Sue Griffin. Don't get me wrong, but I was considering uh, Tina from Bob's Burgers. Oh, I was going to say Bob, from which Bob's is Burgers, which is a great yeah. character. Well, and yeah. Bob is also obviously a great character. Um. So that's that's an honorable mention. Any others yeah. you had? Kim pa- Kim Possible. Yep. Okay. Samurai Jack. But those are. I feel like I did the best yeah. I could with Bender. I also had Scooby Doo on my list, but I felt like uh, Scooby Doo was like a little too. If Scooby Doo borderline. If you had robbed all the classics from me, then I would have I would have taken Scooby Doo. Like like if 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 you didn't if get I didn't Bugs have, Bunny, if I didn't if I didn't have Bugs Bunny, I would have taken Scooby Doo. Put it that way. So yeah. Scooby Doo is borderline because he's kind of not really cartoon anymore. Yeah. He's more of an animated right. character. You know, he's more of like right. a fraught, mm. like a Tony the Tiger or like a yeah. That's true. Just that's a, true. Um. Okay. So let so yeah. let re, this is your so fa- this is for the fans. Please let us yeah, know who yeah. won. I mean, Recapping, it's clearly, you got to tell us who won. Yeah, it's clearly me. But Derek's <laughs> team, Derek, at, with with this lineup, might as well be a sixty year old man. Um, Derek, Bugs Bunny, Michelangelo, Archer, Tommy Pickles, Stewie Griffin, Steve's yep. Picks, there it SpongeBob is. SquarePants, Homer Simpson, Rick from Rick and Morty, Cartman from South Park, and Bender from Futurama. There you go. First draft in the books. First draft in the books. And I'm, so, yeah. I'm calling that a win for me. I don't see how you, yeah, you know, well, hey, well, uh, you know, it's, we got We got to see what the fans think. So, okay. Um, so thank you to Mark for a great question. And to recap what we were saying earlier, um, the draft format, I think is great. Like, like, you know, uh, it's really any topic you could, you could make a draft on. Yeah. Um, so if you have a topic and you'd like us to do those segments again, please let us know. Tell Steve, tell me, send to the Instagram, whatever you want to do. Go to Derek and slash ask. If you still do that. Um, <laughs> don't, no one's and, ever done that. <laughs> Uh, except Chris McLaughlin to ask where Carrie yes, Shields that's is. True. That um, is true. I got a funny. We should draft. We should do a draft of our segments that we've ever done. That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do, do we? Are there ten to pick from? There's got to be. Sure. Right. There's got like e- all among, time. Even all do, time. Like, like no, you're like no, yeah. your tens and guests. No, your tens. Even yeah. the one offs. Like we had like uh we had snack center. We had yeah. um we had uh the cereal cereal like, like all, all of the even one off segments. Yeah, yeah that's rat, a good idea. Rat, chat battle yeah the rat chat. <laughs> yeah that, yeah i like it i like it that, that that could be a good draft uh draft category for sure yeah. but um so anyway thank you to both kevin and mark for the questions uh that brings us into our kind of uh penultimate section uh of the episode today which has a cozy book corner that I, do you i don't you don't have a cozy book corner today it's just me just you baby just me book so coaster everyone's favorite segment and only me today cozy book corner Thank you. 
Alrighty, so Cozy Book Corner, I've I got... I'd like to clarify one thing. Yeah, go ahead. Yes. This first one is me. This, this first, first one, one is, is purely me. <laughs> I mean, this is the book that I recommend almost every the, time we you, talk about This is your book. probably favorite book. And, yes. and so I don't remember if it was on the podcast or if it was on a Goodreads review, but I, the previous book I I finished. I was. I basically commented back to you, and I was like, "Stay tuned for the next update because you're going right. to like the next update." Yes. Um. So, uh, I consider this a a, a dual uh cozy book corner. But I would like to. He- I would like you do it all by yourself before I. Yes. Because like, I love this book. I could talk about it for days, but I want to hear your unbiased yeah. opinion of it. Right. So the book we're talking about is a gentleman in Moscow by Amor Tolls. I think it's Tolls. How you say his name? Tolls. Okay. Tolls. I don't know actually. But I don't um. Know. I haven't heard his name in like a video or anything, but mm-hmm. whatever. However you pronounce his last name. Um, this is an extremely acclaimed novel. It's one of the most like, you know, revered in, in recent years. Um, Steve's favorite novel maybe, or or up very up there. One of the ones he very first recommends to any time the conversation comes up about books. Right. It's my safest, easiest recommendation. Yes. Um, so for me, uh, this is not my normal type of book. Like this, like most books I've read so far have been, Page turners like the Blake Crouch books, which we'll get to in a second. Um, the books that are sci-fi e, thriller e, mystery e, detective e, um, detective e, and then there's also ones like the The Last Kingdom, which is like you know based on a familiar show, but is like Viking action, you know, like things happening, right? Like like, like plot turns the pages for me, not character only development, right? And like not like like storytelling and reminiscing in a book. Like sometimes I get totally lost if they start talking about something that happened 25 years ago. I'm like, well, what's happening now? Like I'm reading the book. Like I want to know what happens now. Good old Um, Derek logic brain. So, so that, that's kind of sometimes that happens to me in a lot of books. So I was a little skeptical going into this book, right? Um, This, the main character is on house arrest in a hotel for the entire book. So I was certainly skeptical of like, am I going to be able to get into this book? Um, And, as it turns out, the plot isn't very riveting. <laughs> like, like the plot doesn't like have stuff happening one thing after another and like turning the pages it, with suspense, right? But this book is just like so, just like wonderfully written. And, and I know that that's what you had said when you reviewed mm-hmm. this. But like, it only took me a few pages to start to just. It's it's the first book I can remember that I actually didn't feel a compulsion to be like. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. Like, like I like looking at how many pages I have left yeah. and being like, I, I'm looking forward to finishing the book. Cause like you have, you feel that sense of accomplishment. It's the first book in a while that I didn't feel that I was just, it, you just enjoy reading it. Like you just yeah. like, you just like what you're reading. And it's like, they're the, the, every sentence is like a work of art. And like, and when I say, I don't say that to sound like cheesy, like, like no, no, every sentence you. feels like it's crafted, like intentionally. It's like a, it's like a painting if it were a book. Like, you know, it's like, like, I don't know. It's hard, it's hard to explain, but like, it just feels like the simplest sentences are said with like real elegance and grace. And it makes you like, I think in your review, you had said like, you just want to have dinner with, with the count who's yeah. the main character. And it's like, yeah, like that's how you feel. Like there's not like a crazy amount of action in this book. Although there is a good storyline. Like it does. The second half of the book does like pick up to a, a pretty, um, you know, at least intriguing story, but it's not like very actiony, right? It's yeah, not like right. a lot happening. Um, I don't know. So, so that that's kind of that's where I'm at, and uh, because of its uniqueness, um, my final rating for this book was 95 percent Derek Dragon Fruits, 
unquestionably certified pitaya. That's so, great. Is that that's one of your highest ratings, if not your highest? It's one of it might be my highest rating thus far, and 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 that is largely because of its how surprised I was by it and how unique it is. Right, like it's not like I, it's not like I would start reading only novels like that. It's not like I changed my favorite genre of novel, but that yeah. one standing the way it does because of what it is for me was like it stands out. Like you know, so yeah. Cool. So there you go. That makes 95. me really happy. I mean, I, yeah, truly, you you said it more eloquently than I can, which is like, it, it feels like you're reading a painting. Like it's, yeah, it is just easy and fun and, to read. Yeah. I said, every time I picked it up, I was like, I felt like I was going to hang out with a friend, you know, as I felt like yeah. I was going to yeah. just like, in, in, you're right. It's just enjoyable. I just like, yeah, felt better when I was reading it and was like sad yeah. that it was over. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I will, I will say like, there is a little piece of like, you do need to accept that first. Like you need to accept that before totally. you can enjoy the book. In my opinion, like, because there are times in the beginning when you actually, if you're not willing to accept that, it might get annoying. Like in the middle of a conversation, he might tell like a seven page story about something that happened like 20 years before. Right. And like, that is the exact type of thing that in a lot of books, I, that will derail me and like, make me be like, you're losing me. Like, like you're losing my focus. I was looking forward to seeing what was about to happen. And now we've revisited a time in the past, but if you actually accept this book and just like, appreciate like that you're going to just enjoy reading it and you're not like desperately looking to get to the next plot point. I think that makes it immensely like once you accept that it is like, it's a beautiful book. So, so is this the first podcast certified book? Um, So I gave it, think I gave it like 97 or 98. So this is like average 90, 96 Uh, certifying. Yeah. 96 podcast potatoes or something yeah (laughs) yeah we got to come up with a with a yeah podcast potatoes i I think we'll we'll workshop that (laughs) yeah Uh, i think sea of tranquility we both like too you read that yeah but it wasn't a 97 it wasn't a 96 and a half or whatever the average is yeah so so we'll we'll verify the numbers but yeah 96 and a half four thumbs up yeah exactly um so there you go there's there's book number one uh book number two uh, Upgrade by Blake Crouch. Now we've reviewed two Blake Crouch books on this podcast before. Yeah. Um. And, unless you've read a third one that I can't remember, but no, uh, I, I own this one. Well, you've you've yeah. reviewed his short story too, didn't you? You read his. Little, oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I don't even remember which one of those short stories was his. I, yeah. I can't even remember. But anyway, yes. Um, Dark Matter and Recursion. We talked about both of those. Both of those are similar in nature in that they uh, are very time warpy like like mind bendy you know yeah um and like to the extreme limits to the extreme to the extreme limits so upgrade uh is not that um now it is still a blake crouch style book like it'll still read like blake crouch and feel like like his writing but it's a linear storyline like you're not jumping between universes dimensions like anything like that it's a linear storyline and in that regard is like much closer to reality um, it's still a pretty distant future reality in the sense that there, it's basically about like, uh, up the, the name of the name of the book is upgrade because it's like about a, like a DNA, a human DNA upgrade. Right. So it's like a, like a, like altering your DNA to be like a super faster, kind smarter, of. That, stronger, uh, that's yeah. really simplifying the plot, but, um, that's kind of the plot and the crisis that comes with that. So, um, I rated this one slightly below his other two books, um, just slightly, uh, you know, just uh, to me, it was very similar in its page turning nature, very suspenseful. 
I think just like it was missing that element that the other books had that ability to reset your mind. Like, like when you jump yeah. around, you like re grip the reader. Right. And this one was like sort of a little bit of a longer slog to like that, that climax of the book. Right. It's like, it's linear. So like the whole thing is building and there are times when it feels a little slower than some of his other books have been. Um, but overall high suspense, you know, um, honestly raises like pretty kind of profound, like dilemmas about like humanity and technology and those future thoughts. Right. That's kind of his thing with like, you know, crossing fiction with like the science fiction with the moral, like, yeah, he's like like extreme, he's like extreme black mirror. Right. Yeah, he, he he honestly should write for Black Mirror. And also, uh, Dark Matter, I believe, is becoming a, a TV series. I don't know if cool. you saw that. No, I didn't. Um, I believe it's Dark Matter is going to Apple TV. I think it's already in production. It's, it's being produced. Although um, that's going to be and, weird. It, I will say these are sci-fi, but they're like so sci-fi yeah, that they may be cheesy. <laughs> yeah. You know, they, they may end up being it's not possible. translating very well. It's possible. But, um, but anyway... To to cut to the chase, um, I I like this book a lot. Uh, I'm going to give it 83 Derek Derek Dragon Fruits. Um, that is not certified. We've sort of we've we've scaled back the certified pataya to be only the elite, right? Um, but 80, 83 Dragon Fruits is certainly a good score, and I definitely still recommend it, especially if you're a Blake Crouch reader. There's no reason you wouldn't like this book, cool. just like his other ones. I just put it a notch below the other ones, just a little notch. So I I own it. There you it's go. On my, it's on my to read there you shelf. Go. Yeah. Nice. That this will be a pretty quick read for you, I think. So, cool. so there you go. That's uh, cozy book corner for the day. Uh, both of them by me, but with the assist to Steve on the first one. So, um, brings us to our last topic: the headliner. We we may Steve have a Sunday night HBO show again to talk about. That is not Game of Thrones. <laughs> the last of <laughs> or topics, game of, or or Game of Thrones family. <laughs> yes, the last of the topics. Uh, the Last of Us. So, uh, Steve, why don't you? kick this off because you were a big fan of the video game when this video game came out in 2013 yes so around then around then the last uh the last of us which actually you were around when i was playing it it was like it was like a movie like we would gather around and watch the video game um and i've heard that from multiple people like people who are not video gamers like oh yeah my boyfriend um got we we i would make sure he told me when he was playing so i could watch this game because it was a movie it was a very good movie um, so I'm, I'm always, always skeptical of adaptations. If it's a book mm-hmm. to a movie or a game to a show or something, especially if I liked the thing, like if I liked the book, yeah, or I like, right. I, I, so, um, I'm going to forget the name of it. Uh, Emily St. John Mandel, Station 11, Station one, of my, 11 yeah. one of my all time favorite books apparently turned into a TV show that wasn't that good on HBO and it made me sad. Mm-hmm. Fahrenheit 451, one of my all-time favorite books, turned into a bad HBO show. So I'm very skeptical. Um mm-hmm. this so far is very good. Um yep. I've only seen two episodes. Apparently the third episode is groundbreaking. It'll make you cry, it'll make you think, it'll make <laughs> you vomit, whatever. Um but so far so good. I I it's getting crazy good ratings, truly. Like people are like, "Oh my god, it's the new show." Yeah. And I like it, but I'm not, I'm not, it's two episodes in and people are claiming. Yeah. I would like to see the rest. I have heard this newest episode's really good, which I haven't seen, but um, I'm into it. Happy that it's going well. I've heard it's already renewed for season two. Um, I actually never played the second game, Last of Us 2. Mm, So maybe watching this will be a Kickstarter to buy the next game before season two. Right. Nice. Um, 
So I agree with pretty much everything you said. I've watched the third episode as well. That's drawing a lot of reaction positively. Um, the positive reaction I think is warranted. I thought it was a fantastic episode. Um, the one thing that I think has drawn some negative reaction, I think it was Stephen King who tweeted this, like, and everyone kind of like jumped on him for it and is making fun of him for it kind of, but like he basically was calling out like the apparent, like one of the, like the, the setting for the episode three is like supposed to be 10 miles West of Boston. Like in, I think it's Lincoln or like one, one of the suburbs. And it looks like totally like there's tons of woods and like you can almost like see like a mountain, I think, in the distance. Like, and so like whatever, it's not like realistically like that close to Boston that they could have probably walked. Right. Like, OK, yeah. <laughs> like, like and so like so he, like he kind of like complained, like, like I'm supposed to believe that's 10 miles from Boston. And, you know, people are commenting like like apocalypse. Yep. Like zombies who eat your face. Like totally like nice suburb outside of Boston. You lost me. Like, yeah, like, right. Come on. Like, I mean, like, right. what are we doing? Like, like, what are we complaining about? But right. um. But to your point about like, are people overreacting? I think maybe, but the the biggest thing I think here is that I, I, I a part of me wonders if if we don't even realize how craved we are for like the really really good quality television. Totally, you know? I, I was like, just thinking that HBO is quality over quantity. Like like you can go on Netflix and you can find five hundred Netflix originals, and like there's there's some good shows in there, like totally, but. I, I feel like we might appreciate it more now when we see these HBO shows that they are like, this is our show. Like, yeah, this is the show we're making. Like, like all the money's going to this one. And and every Sunday you're going to want to watch it. Like there's, st- I think they're proving there's still room for that model versus like the Netflix model, which is throw everything at the wall and then have shows that Steve likes that get canceled after one season. Right. right. Exactly. Like, <laughs> uh, I think, Oh no, I think that's a really good point. Cause the, the thing I, was bummed I didn't say in my first round talking about this was like, but I am very impressed by the production value, yeah. acting like it feels like a very well made television show, and mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. and I haven't watched that in a while. Like it's been probably since I mean Game of Thrones, the new one. I mean the new Game of Thrones was that, um, yeah, you know. So it's been a while since those like big grand scale, yeah, highly produced, just really good TV shows. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, in that regard, I think you're right. I think it's a good point that there is that HBO is kind of hitching its its wagon to this Sunday night appointment yeah, television right. TV, which right. I am happy for. Like I am excited yeah. that ooh Sunday night I have something to do rather than like worry about yeah. going to work. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like they capitalized on it for years, and like you know, does Last of Us have like a does it have a runway as long as Game of Thrones? Probably not. Like based on the storyline, like I don't know. I mean, maybe they could extend it for a long time and be a long time moneymaker for them. But regardless, whether it's short or long running, like they put their eggs in mostly one basket. And like I, I you got to respect that. Like, and I think, I think that it manifests itself even subconsciously for us as as viewers. You know, like like I I have a hard time believing that all these random people who are raving on Twitter are like cinema cinematography whizzes, you know, it's yeah. not like, it's not like a conscious, like they're like looking for that, you know, they just watch it and they're like kind of blown away by the quality of it. Right. And I think it's because not a lot of other shows are at that quality right now. Um, so, and I think yeah. you're right about game of Thrones, but you had that sort of preconceived expectation with game of Thrones round two, right? Like you right. had that, you had the, what, what is it? It's game of Thrones is back. Cause you have a, a baseline for it. This had no baseline. Like, and I think people are, extremely loving it so you know what show i felt that recently it's been a while is um have you seen severance 
No, I've heard about that though. Severance gave me that like, ooh. Is that on HBO too? Uh, Apple Plus. Okay. Apple yeah. TV. Uh, it gave me that like, ooh, every episode I'm in. Like it, it it's yeah. not every, not crazy things happen every episode, but I'm in, you know, it's just, yeah, a, right, it's right. well made, it's well acted, it's right. unique. Mm-hmm. Um, rather than just like fodder where you yeah. stop watching halfway through the second season because you're like, what am I watching? You know? Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's good. I mean, it's great to see because like I I think that we we've been trending toward a time when like these studios don't want to invest in the in these shows like that might flop, you know, and like yeah. I think to see them pour a ton of money into a show like this based on hope that like I mean, this was a video game like like that's the audience you had. You locked in the video game audience. Basically, that's it. Like you, like yeah. and I think it's picked up a lot of other steam. So there's there's also very few, if any. Good video game adaptions i can't yeah, think of any can true. you think of any I, I no i can't think of one no i mean no something originally a video game no yeah i can't think yeah. of one neither can i so like, this is this is the sonic <laughs> movie yeah right yeah <laughs> yeah no, no, nothing re, nothing like non-cartoony yeah. um like yeah like there's i think there's a super mario bros movie coming out oh yeah <laughs> or something. yeah Seems like it's a, so yeah not, nothing like that but um but yeah i think that's a good point too it's novel in a lot of ways or didn't so. um uncharted the uncharted movie came out oh did it i don't even yeah I uncharted even, with um tom the spider-man kid what's the spider-man guy's name oh yeah um i'm his name's gonna blank i don't remember his yeah tom something <laughs> um i don't remember yeah, I mean, I think Tom Holland. Uh, Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Yes, that's yeah. right. Um, and that was a video game, a very, very good video game, yeah. similar to I think it was Naughty Dog, the same developer. Um, oh, okay, interesting. Very yeah. cool, good story, um, but just not done well. So, yeah, good yeah. for Last of Us for right. at least starting off hot. Yeah, of course. Yeah, we've seen it before. They got to finish it, but you know, it, it looks good so far. So, um, anything else on Last of Us before we go to the final drive? No, I'm pumped for episode three. Yeah. Trying not to see any spoilers before. Yeah, true, true. Um, so, all right, you want to go first or you want to go second in the final drive? Derek, I'm going first today. All right, do it. Let's go. Fire away. Um, so I was in Keystone, Colorado for a bachelor party ski oh, nice. trip last weekend. Uh, but this final drive isn't about skiing. The skiing oh, okay. in Keystone was wonderful. A uh, fun yep. time, great mountain, great town. Derek, have you ever seen a moose In person, live? no. No. I saw a moose live. <laughs> Two moose, actually. So mooses, wow. meese, two moose. Is it two moose? <laughs> I don't know. I, I think moose, yeah. I think I saw yeah. two moose probably 15 yards away. 15 yards wow. away. Like, could could underhand a snowball to hit them. Um, we were in our uh, little apartment lodge thing, not remote at all, like next to a highway. Um kind of walking distance from the mountain so definitely like in the, the mountains but mm-hmm. right next to a busy ski town and yeah. they, these giant creatures they are massive <laughs> it, I, I was in awe like holy moly these things are massive and their legs are tiny little twigs you know it's just <laughs> don't skip leg day yeah they are but they were i was it was um it, it was majestic i don't think i have another word to describe it but i was like i was like whoa I don't think I've ever seen an animal that big in the wild, A, yeah. and B, something so, like, power, just, 
it was unique. I don't think I'll ever see another moose, truly. I don't yeah. foresee myself seeing a moose in the wild. Also, seeing any animal in the wild is way different than seeing them like yeah. in a zoo or or wherever. Yeah. You know, it's it, this was. I'll send you the video. It, it's pretty impressive. So anyway, yeah. I just had to wow. say that because like it was a. Yeah. It's a really cool experience, and it was the best experience by far on that weekend, purely yeah. because of how most unique memorable. and weird it was. Yeah, most memorable. So yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Had to, nice. That's my that's my final drive. Is I'm still two, I'm still looking. Saw two big moose. <laughs> I'm still looking for the moose. Um, still on the hunt. So there. Uh, so my final drive is going to be about Montreal, where there were no moose. Um, but we uh, uh, what was it? Two uh, the week the weekend before last weekend, um, we were uh, we went up to Montreal for about a four or five day stay. Catherine and I went. Um, the impetus for going was to see the Bruins game. Actually, Bruins oh, at Montreal. Fun. Um, which I had never, you know, gone on the road for a, a game of my own team, like just go see. And uh, my parents, like for years when they had season tickets, used to do bus trips up to Montreal, like with yeah. like Bruins season ticket holders. And it's just a really cool city rivalry to go see an away game. So, uh, so you know, planned the trip for that, but that was the ending of the trip. So like that was Tuesday night. We went on Saturday. So we had like three days to kind of explore Montreal and see kind of everything that was there. We stayed in the old Montreal area near the port, so it was very like historic, kind of like almost like North End equivalent, like not so Little Italy esque, but like same vibe with like the cobblestone and like kind of um, old architecture and things like that. Um, so overall, thoughts about Montreal? All the restaurants were excellent. You know, great, um, great food. Impressively, you know, it's a very French speaking area, yeah. but every server and every employee everywhere speaks both. Like they all speak both. Like, I think so you have to. The, the, you basically have to, right? Because you have such a mix. Like most of Canada is English speaking. So like it's not even just like even citizens of your own country, like come to your city and like they need to be able to communicate with people. Right. So they all speak both. Um, they'll kind of a lot of times they'll say both bonjour and hi to you and like whichever one bonjour, you say back they'll, yeah. they'll, they'll start talking in that yeah. so like you know early in the week we would say bonjour to be friendly and then they'd start talking in French <laughs> and we're like no 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 hi hi, <laughs> hi, hi, hi. but um, but so anyway the restaurants were excellent um, the biggest thing and you Don't know this being, having lived in Boston Steve their metro system is oh. incredibly good like so much better and maybe that's just because i live in boston and, I, you, and yeah, i'm you used li- to literally the, worst the worst one on the planet yeah. but um their metro system is excellent what did you think i was gonna say the montreal bagels oh so i did we did get a bagel on the last day uh the bagels were good but i wouldn't sit here and say they're like the you know no the people lose their mind humanity. over montreal bagels and <laughs> yeah, they're just like they're, they're just like dumpy like less bready <laughs> saltier bagels <laughs> So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dump on the Montreal bagels. I thought they were good, but I'm not gonna rave about them either. They were they were they were just good bagels. Um, the uh, kind of leading up to everything, to to wrap it up, the game itself, uh, the Bell Center is very cool. It's not a very historic arena. It's I think it's built like roughly same timeline as like TD Garden. So it's like a you know late '90s building. It's not like a it's not like it's a really old historic building, despite the franchise in Montreal being very old. Um, but the atmosphere was great. There was a lot of Bruins fans that even were native to Montreal. Like it's just, that's just like a place where like there's so many hockey fans that you're bound to get like original six team fans yeah. there. Um, so there was a lot of Bruins fans. The, the places we went before the game were awesome, and the and the views in the Bell Center are really good. Like it's a it's it holds about three or four thousand more people than TD Garden does, but it's just like higher, and like you can see like just all the all the rows have a good vantage point. So did you do um, the CN Tower? We did not do the tower, no. Um, but we'll have to put that on the list for next time. We did. We did go to the biodome, which is um, like a not a zoo, but like a 
it like rep it like replicates like five different like ecosystems like in different climates and stuff. Oh, cool. And it, it's basically it has animals in there, but it's like they're not in like you know little cages. They're in like full like you walk through these like full like uh ba- like a rainforest basically. You know. Cool. Um, so it's it's interesting, but it was not as like uh, cool as maybe it seemed like it could have been. But anyway, um, overall high reviews for Montreal, and it's drivable. We, we drove up four four and a half hours, so. Um, you know, got grilled at the border, made sure we weren't bringing anything illegal into the country. And oh, what's this all about? So. What's this all about, Dave? <laughs> so there you go. Montreal gets good reviews. Um, and the Bruins won to cap it off. So there you go. Love it. Um, so that'll do it for episode 168. Thank you again to Kevin and Mark for the questions. And let us know if you want more drafts, of course. And let us know who won the draft, of course. Me. Because that's important that we need to know. So, um, That'll do it for 168. We'll see you guys next time on episode 169. Later days, don't you know. <laughs>